0: sorry I'm X I'm Dory and we are a, tribe, a tribe, tribe called West. um thank you so much for um tuning in um yes, we know we've been gone like a deadbeat dad sorry y'all it's okay we had y'all waiting on the stoop but we back to pick y'all up yep um and we're here to stay <laughs> <laughs> we're here to stay um yeah we did take a little break and we're going to uh talk about that a little bit later but we're so happy to be here and be together um I never get to see this girl Ever, yo, it wasn't like we were just hanging out and not recording. We or we were like enemies, or it was some beef. Like we, we literally never. just didn't have the time, and because we didn't have the time, we were just like, you know what? Let's table this for a minute. Let's put this on the shelf, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get back to it when we have the time and we can kind of really plan to do the podcast how we would like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as as this goes, if you're um new, welcome. And if you're old, hello. Hey. So we're going to uh discuss some new things that has been happening in the world. We all know. You know <laughs> what the hell's going on. And uh President our, Tiny Hands. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just I'm not interested in saying his name or giving it any more life. We all know what's happening. Even, well, I don't mind. Dumb Trump. Yeah. Uh, even if you, you can't even use a term, even if you've been living under a rock, like cause even the people under the rocks know yeah. what's happening. And, um, it, it, it was just like, I don't think the black people or Hispanic people or the people of color were really shocked. It was like, well, here we go. I mean, we got through Nixon, we got through Reagan, we got through, but like, you know, it's just kind of like, I think I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. You were shocked. I was shocked. I mean, I was a little like, wow, but it wasn't like, I had more faith in uh, The American people uh, in, in the American people you yeah. know I was definitely down and out I got really drunk that night you know mm-hmm. I was I was I was sad about it um I was with you Dory. you yeah. was like I didn't, the whole continue, I didn't want to continue watching the shit they're at the party like you know <laughs> crying and stuff I'm like man no, shots no I was I was in the I was in the cut I was I hadn't even heard that he won yet I left before he won cuz we was at our cousin's spot in Harlem um, and so there was a bunch of chicken and it was so good. Shout out to Emil. Our cousin made some bomb chicken and Dorian grabbed the whole, <laughs> whole bag of chicken. I think when like, it was just not looking good for Hill. It was not he looking good. He might get good. rid of chicken. Yeah. Shut the hell up. And he was, she was just like, I'm about to eat all this chicken. F it. Cause I, I, I can't even do I can't even look at this though. Yo, It was so funny. We are going to, for the next um, episodes, and while we're here during his reign, um, we're going to try to keep you all informed, as also as well as like keep you guys being positive and uplifting. Because if we lose our hope, then the fight is over. We've lost, you know. So we're going to get into some uh, buffoonery that happened. Uh, Dory uh, was telling me about this Chrisette Michelle thing. I don't know much about it. But we can get into it now. So basically, um, for those who don't know, Corsette Michelle is, a, uh, I guess, R&B soul artist. Mm-hmm. Um, Blame it on me. You know, yeah. that, that's Corsette Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing voice, extremely talented. Very. However, we have to cancel her. You know, she performed at the Liberty Ball for the um, inauguration. And apparently she was paid... 250 K. Now, she released this statement, basically saying why she performed. I'll read it. My heart is broken for our country, for the hopes of our children, for the fights of those who came before us. I cry at the thought that black history, American history might be in vain. This country has had great moments. God has shined his light upon us. Today, I hope that great moments begin in peaceful and progressive conversation. I am willing to be a bridge. Again, she says, I am willing to be a bridge. I don't mind these stories if they allow me to be a voice for for the voiceless. Excuse me. She said, I don't mind these quote-unquote stones, these stones, if they allow me to be a voice for the voiceless. I am here. She. Why qu- are you here? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, no she didn't. i our lives <gasps> oh. begin to end. The day we become silent about what matters. I am here representing you because this is what matters. Chrisette Michelle, no political genius. Anyway, she should have left it at the hashtag, no political genius. Right. Um, oh First off, Chrisette Michelle, Jesus, 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 Jesus. voiceless in silence. No one's... Been silent about us not wanting this man to be our president, not agreeing with his ideals. Um, we all, well, a lot of the country thinks he's a bigot. Uh, we know he's racist, um, uh, he, has he all hates all of them. women. He disrespects. Islamophobia. Women. I mean epistophobia. He don't like no damn body but himself, okay? <laughs> he don't even like Melania. He don't like any fucking body, <laughs> right? So the fact that you would agree to Perform for this man after so many other artists was like hell no, hell no. It just shows that like you have no morals and you know you about your check, but like at what cost, you know? Um, you just whack for that, Chrisette Michelle. Okay, then here's what I have to say. First of all, you don't get paid to do the an an inaugural ball. Yes, it's, it's it's it should be like a public service thing. It should be. But that goes to show she knows how shady this bastard is. Right. And she was like, well, if I'm going to do this and put myself on the line with my people and my community, I'm going to get a check. Now, you did sell out to the white man. Now, you are an Uncle Tom. You're with the Ben Coon Carson. But they're still not going to buy your music and support your music. They're not. We, we haven't been doing that. What is that. she saying? Is Master going to sell us Tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, yes. And then the fact that, like, artists were, like, really, like, telling her, like, don't do this, don't do this. Questlove even offered to pay her not to perform. Mind you, that was his birthday. Wow. So he was going to give you bread on his birthday. Wow. And, and you still went up there trying to be this, like, whole beacon of hope. We don't want that from you, Chrissette. And, ho, I ain't voiceless. You don't speak for me. All the white people, because we do have white listeners, We don't approve of her. No, she's she's not. She's canceled. No. We're trading her for Ed Sheeran. Last album (laughs) went rock. This one's going paper. There you go. Okay, she's D-less. She's she's trash. She's super trash. No political genius. It doesn't take a political genius to see that you don't have to sing for this best. Why would you support someone that doesn't support you? He doesn't support anything. That's not a part of the love Trump hate. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with that. No, 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 no. We Trump her. Goodbye. Trump. She's Dump. canceled. Goodbye. Bye. God bless and good night. Right. Um, on to uh, other news. The women's march. The women. Oh my! Guys, listen, listen. We both went and had very different experiences. We did. Um, I'll tell mine. I went with my uh, bay and my manager Denise Dumps. Hey boo, because I bae. know she's listening. Yeah. Oh Denise. girl, I'm thinking of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. No, y'all. It's 2017. I'm single. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm only mingling with this comedy. You feel me? Feel me. Uh, but yeah, so Denise and I went out, uh, and it was so great. We were there at 11 a.m. Shout out to my manager. I love him so much. Thank you, Nick. He let me have the day off to go march. That's what's I up. mean, come on. Like, that, like when bosses let you off. They in the name of justice. <laughs> they understand the severity of the situation. Right. Um, but my day was great. I went and we were, we were like stuck for like two hours. The time that we were there, literally you guys, every single person that I came in contact with, they were so kind. I mean, even people you bumped into it's okay. How are you? Like, we're going to make it holding up. They fists. like, like looking at me in the eye, like, can I take a picture with you? Or like, we're going to be okay. Or rubbing each other's backs. Like it was amazing. And then they had like this character. He was like Trump toddler. He was so orange. Like sprayed himself in like orange paint and had like very yellow hair. And he just had a diaper on that clearly looked like he put like fake poo poo in it. Uh... And so every time someone asked him a question, they were like, uh, toddler Trump, how do you feel about foreign policy? He was like, when i'm a baby when like it was just like it was so funny and liberating i saw so many signs i saw this one sign and it was like drippity drip drop i'd rather have uh my president be fetty wop like it was like so good like it was so many amazing things there was this guy who made these dope posters that was just passing them out and they didn't let us march for like two hours they didn't let us move so we eventually like left and started marching on our own, and we linked up with, like, some of the most amazing people we know in the, like, comedy improv community that Denise and I know, and then we started marching with them, and then we saw, like, a flash mob. We ended at uh, the tower, and then we, like, cut to the right, and it was great. It was so awesome and great to see. I even saw a pro-abortion and anti-abortion protesters, like, Kind of like getting each other's face, saying their own chance, and the police. They were both black, and the police came and like peacefully ended it. And the people who didn't agree, they agreed to disagree. They went through. It was just great just to see that. And I need this moment, and I'm so happy that we started strong, and I hope we stay strong because the fight is on. Yeah, Yeah. um, I too went to out to the march. Um, I was marching down Fifth (laughs) Avenue. Um, It it was really cool, even like from just you know, getting on the sixth train and, like, seeing everybody with their signs. And um, what really stood out to me was how parents had their children out there. Which, I mean, future children goals. Like, my kids would be out there, too. Like, you know, informed, aware. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I was really proud of myself because I went out there by myself. So, like, I wasn't by myself. I mean, there were millions of people. But I was out there making friends. We chanting together. People giving me signs to hold up. It was... um, it was liberating, like you said. Um, I felt like people were out there for their own, like there were people out there for the women's march. It was the anti-Trump thing, it was uh, you know, Planned Parenthood specifically, like which Dory and I have both benefited from. Yes. Yeah, so, you know. Jesus. Man, I, I need Planned Parenthood around. <laughs> Yo, okay, Obamacare, yeah. like all of that. I need yeah. all that. So um it was it was it was really, really, really cool. The only thing that I noticed and I understand why. I already know what you about to say. Uh I didn't see a lot of people that look like me out there, but I, I I literally I can count on one hand how many black women that I saw with my own eyes yeah. out there. And and um, as far as me, as far as like black and Hispanic women I saw, I'm I saw maybe 10 yeah. in total. And you know, I get it because you know, white women fight for what they want to fight for, you know? And I saw on uh, social media how people were like, okay, white women, where were y'all when Sandra Bland was murdered? Or where were y'all After when Black Alton Lives Stur- Matter? Alton Sterling, you know, Castile, the lynching of yeah, Piedmont Park. Yeah. Right. And it's like, y'all can come together for this, which was awesome and amazing. And I'm glad I was a part of it. But it's just like, let's be for everybody. you be- either for everybody or you for nobody. Right. That's how it is. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know... The, the, the talks about uh, trans women and you mm-hmm. know it's just like you can't pick and choose what you yeah. know I mean you can pick and choose but it's just fucked up to pick and choose yeah. what you're fighting for and who, that's who what deserves we justice and who doesn't it's just that's why when we chant black lives matter it's all blacks yeah well, whoever you choose to be if you are yeah. like transgender if you're queer like no one deserves but that's the thing for me like D, I don't want white people getting shot. No, no, no. Like I don't want no, 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 like no, no. that's the thing. I don't think we want to. It's all about like, equal rights, really. Yeah, and it's like and It's basic, you know, basic rights. Yeah. Human rights. Yeah, those are a lot of the signs that I saw that I yeah. love that were like yeah. Latin rights, human rights, like black rights, yeah. Asian rights, yeah, yeah, Muslim yeah. rights, it's they all, all- Inclusive. What Inclusive. was so crazy too, Dorian, it was funny, there were popes that were out. Yeah. The popes were out and they were like, they they had nuns ringing the bell. They told the nuns, yeah. like, because they coming for you next. Not popes, <laughs> but like the uh, brothers and the monks. Yeah, I'm like ignorant that. of the Catholic. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect St. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> only one pope, girl. Okay, well, I, I thought there were multiple. Okay, I heard about the fine one in Canada, no. and then there's one. Okay, I know he's like, you know, he's a little elderly. Only one pope? It's not pope. Okay, They're well, listen, they, they had that. We all know out. it was looking like Sister Act too. It's like friar. Friar? Yeah. yeah, it's friar, friar. Yeah. Okay, all I know is my bishop Richard Allen. <laughs> well, don't quote us on this. Don't quote us on this. I but just I thought the, it was close. the clergyman. There, there you go, the and clergy. they had the nuns ringing the bells. Yeah, 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 like they was just like get up, stop praying. Like there, we're at war. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was awesome. But yeah. A lot of uh black women were saying how you know they just don't agree with the whole white feminism and how they only support. You know? And you got poster childs like you know Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer who are fighting for it, feminism and everything like that. They be saying some dumb stuff. Yeah, you know. So but it was a, a lot of black women were like, "Actually, I'm not protesting with y'all." Yeah. Which um, which I I kind of I don't know I'm kind of betwixt two opinions because I'm down for my sisters, but it's just kind of like, you know, all white women aren't like that, so it's just kind of like you know to not. For pro- me, it's not about them. For me, it's about what my my views my values and my morals and it's like i've benefited from parenthood right i am a woman so it's like i went out there by myself i wasn't protesting with no white women you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out there showing face for me in my community that's yeah. how i that's how yeah. i, I do. and that's what i'm saying like to go out there but i i respect any any woman of women of color that just i Girl, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I, I understand why you would be like these white women that because you don't know who to trust. I don't yeah. know what's going right. on, and y'all y'all showing out two hundred fifty, you know, a thousand, and it's kind of like philanthropists stealing out since sterling. Like we literally had three black people and y'all get murdered, y'all and there was like maybe eight hundred of us at Union Square. Yep. You know, so I do understand that. Um, but moving on, uh, first of all, black TV is so lit. I'm feeling like the 90s. So lit. It's feeling like the 90s. And we are here, Gwenin. I love, uh, first of all, Atlanta, Donald Glover won the Emmy. Love, Tracy Atlanta. Ellis Ross won the Emmy. Viola Davis won the, won the Emmy. Uh, it was amazing to see that. Um, I will say, black people, you can take my card. I have not seen Moonlight. I know, I know, I know. She needs to be canceled. Tonight. I know. I know I'm, I'm over there with Chris I understand That's almost as bad as supporting Trump <laughs> Don't shut the hell up. Um, but I will say that uh, I have seen a little bit of Atlanta I was like guys I've just been so busy with comedy like it's insane time I, I know so I've seen moonlight I've seen fences um, fences Jesus no I didn't see a- fences. Atlanta um, I will be honest, and I'm a little mad at myself, and Khan kind of made a mistake. I stopped watching Blackish because I had to make a choice between Empire and Blackish. And I made the wrong choice because Empire is trash now. Like, the story got too ridiculous. Um, and I haven't Are been watching Reliant just relying just on shock value now or just girl I don't know what's going on okay. I just got tired of it like okay. I was just like this is not something I want to watch okay Um the thrill is gone right but... and blackish has always been good and funny but it's just something that I kind of have to be in a mood for you know like after you w- go to work or whatever you be wanting like the little petty drama stuff at least mm-hmm. I do yeah it, it, it's a, a yeah, reality it's, a, it's escape. escape yeah whereas like blackish is really good TV and it's funny but it's like for a long time I was like but it's not modern family and like <laughs> I know I'm Whoa. horrible for that. Whoa! Whoa. Now, you now you over here with me. Now you over here with me. I Princess. know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But Blackish is great. I'm so happy for Tracy Ellis Ross. I wasn't here for the pilot, and I think I need to give it a shot now. Yeah. Every black person told me to watch it. But it's funny. It, but the first season, I was just like, bye. But um, it's I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. A it's shot, funny, right? and they also do uh shows that are just so on time for like what's going on right now. Yeah, they told me there was a Trump episode. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. First of all, Jennifer Lewis, who is my mother, I love her. She's my mother. She too. She is you the get mom Get your, on your it. Ass out and <laughs> I, love I, love her. Her. I love me so Jennifer Lewis. Her Instagram so lit. I First love her. of all, every every character I play in improv. Is based. On- <laughs> Jennifer Lewis is everything. Every when I first started writing plays, like they were all characters based around her. Like yeah. I love this one. So you know what we need to we need to watch Blackish and then talk. We talk do. we we'll like talk I've about seen a, a great deal of the episodes, but I don't watch it regularly. Like how I was watching Empire and like Atlanta. Like I was hungry and thirsty, insecure. Oh my god! A love, love letter. Insecure. It's a love letter to Los Angeles. As LA natives, if you. Are homesick and you are in New York like us. First of all, the first episode yes. playing, we gonna be all right with the shots of Inglewood. Yes. Me and Dory. I know Dory was fed. I literally was on my feet like. Easter Egg, you did your thing and I love she's it. in Mert Park and I was like yes girl let's see shots of this photo." the white people come yeah like I freaking love it and I was like literally this is Dorian's life right the nonprofit profit thing I was like this is crazy <laughs> this is Dorian's this is crazy life. except with the nigga on the couch oh no but um you need to catch have you seen it all no. Yeah, please, we, please, please catch yeah, up. I need to catch need to up because the homie Roderick's on it. Um, he was on the I, I saw Roderick. Yeah, I know. That's our homie. Uh, yes. But yeah, I definitely uh, need to catch up on that. But shout outs to all of us who are creating and doing our own thing. Hidden like, Figures, another one, super inspiring. Yeah. Like, when I left the movie theater, I was like, I can do anything. <laughs> y'all couldn't even get to space without us. I know. What and can y'all do without us? I know. I... <laughs> That's how I felt. That's how I felt when I First left the movies. First of all, y'all, the movies. fun fact, has nothing to do with this, but I didn't know we created the Super Soaker. Oh, I heard that before, too. I don't know who created it. And we know. created chips. I believe that. Cre- I fucking love <laughs> chips. I love chips. I love chips. I thought the Irish created chips, though. No. It's so crazy. Do you know we wouldn't get groceries without us? Frederick McKinley Jones created the mobile refrigerator. Dope. To get <laughs> produce from farms, <laughs> to grocery stores. Like literally we created uh we created everything. Yeah, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson is the creator of the super circle. He now works for NASA. He's he's dope. I'm writing a black inventor sketch, so I really have to do research. Uh these are these are true facts, guys. Okay. Sorry for that tangent. Uh but uh yeah, so that's what's been going on in the world. Uh well, our, what we our world about, yeah, what's our important world. to us. Yeah. Um, Dory, did you want to talk about this show you're watching? Well, that's we can talk about that when I'm talking about what we've been up to. Okay. You cool. to tell everybody what I've been up to. Okay, yeah, you could start. What you've been up so, to. So basically where we been, y'all. Oh wait, wait, don't we shouldn't we do good in the hood? Or we we okay, let's do good in the hood. And whatever hood you represent I know it's a lot of bad out there, but guess what? It's a lot of good too. Alright, so good in the hood is something that Dory and I started because We feel like there's so much negativity um, surrounding mainly people who look like us, black and brown people. And so we like to highlight someone that's, like, doing a darn thing, who's from an area that's known for just, like, violence and being, like, uh, you know, rural and gangs and infested and all that stuff. So this young girl, Tavia Isaac, she was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, It's a chronic inflammatory condition that affects, like, her digestive system. Just let you know, because I didn't know what it was. Um, she is from Chester, Pennsylvania. That is very good. It's looks like the top like ten like worst cities in America. Like horrible. It's like everybody's getting shot. Like crime rates, like they're like running neck and neck with Chicago. Um so she uh, she was recovering from her diagnosis and she started watching Chopped and she was like, you know what, I could cook. Yes. So then after she started watching Chop, she got to compete on the Food Network's uh, Chop Jr. and she won the championship and won 10 G's. Hey! But this is the thing, though. This is why is so lit. She's donating that money to the homeless people. All of it? Yes. Tavia. To Chester, Pennsylvania. Yes, Tavia. She Just- likes. I'm putting on for my city. Thank you, because she on. knows you get you get more when you give back. Yeah, you know, invest and that's in your a community. Thing. Invest in so, your community. So shout out to Tavia. You know, you, shout out to her parents. Yeah, that there you go. Come on, mm-hmm. Grandma, Big Mama, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and Tavia, you can make us some spaghetti anytime. I'm wanting <laughs> any, dish got, any dish you got, Tavia. I really like tacos. There you go. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah. So that's it for Good in the Hood. So on to the dip. <laughs> Of the day. I put my hand on your hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip, you put your hand up on my hip. When you dip, I dip we dip, I put my hand up on your hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip, you put your instead of mine. And we can dip down low and roll it grind. So dip of the day is deep Instagram posts. And it's usually like something that's funny, or somebody that thinks they're being deep and they're not really deep, or it's just like a little hood deep, or a little like so, cliche or Clash- petty. yeah, Petty. So, this one is really <laughs> petty, but it's actually uh, extremely accurate. Who is it? You know uh, the person? I've, I've seen a lot of people post it. Okay. Um, so, it's a meme that I actually enjoy and I love, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's very accurate. Um, so, everybody wants to be a real nigga these days. Mm-hmm. And the meme is basically just, you can't be a, a real nigga and a liar. Period. You gotta clap it up. I gotta clap it up for so that. That's the deep Instagram for uh for the day. Like, you know, let that marinate. You know, you can't be a real nigga and a liar. You can't. Be, no, because you being a liar, you being fake. You being and fake. That's the opposite of real, if y'all didn't know. We don't want this fake love. No, no, no. Oh, Jesus. We don't oh, want the Drake. Did you bring Drake into this? It's deep. It's deep. Drake <laughs> is Drake. You know what? We could have a series of dips from Drake. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's that's the deep Instagram post. Anybody yeah, in your yeah. life that's a liar, I don't know if they're a real nigga. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know either. I don't know. Um, so let's get into um uh, what we've been up to, uh, Dory, I'll let you go first because it's been nine months since we've spoken to y'all, Too and we're gonna we're, long, we're gonna concise this down and I'm gonna edit it. Yes, it's gonna be dumb long, but we are gonna give y'all an update because we know y'all care about what we've been doing, yeah, and we care about what y'all been doing, and we Absolutely. miss y'all and we miss this, and you don't understand, like, we love doing this, love it, uh, strengthly. Yeah. You know, just off the strength of, like, helping people and kind of just being able to, like, release and let, you know. Oh, it's an awesome outlet. I love this show. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, I've been up to, um, I quit my job. I remember I was working at the nonprofit and just basically doing grad school full time. I was working at a consignment shop and uh, going to grad school. Um, I've been learning a lot. Um, I'm in school. For nonprofit business, my wheels have been turning as far as starting my own nonprofit organization. I did really well in school last semester, probably the best I've ever done in my life. Yeah, and like you know, I don't know what I was doing in undergrad, but I like I don't remember anything. <laughs> but like I don't remember anything. Basically, we're saying don't go to school. Don't I'm to- go to UNLV. <laughs> shit. Cause I don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> but them parties was lit though. Yeah, no. But I've been really taking school seriously, and uh, just I've been doing I've, I've been doing really really well. Um, I feel like I'm I'm learning so much, and I mean the classes that I'm taking, I feel like I will be able to apply it in, in my everyday life, and you know use this in building a career or starting a nonprofit or. Being a grant writer or whatever I want to do in the nonprofit sector, like, I feel like I will be an asset after this program. Um, if anyone else is interested, it's at Fordham University. Uh, it's the grad school of business as well as social service. And it's like they don't really have nonprofit business program. Um, it's, it's a really unique major. Uh, but, you know, uh, the nonprofit sector is there's a lot of jobs out there. So if you're interested, I would say look at Fordham. Um, the program is really good and I've benefited a lot from it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else have I been up to? I went home. (sighs) Y'all, this is the longest time that I was away from my family. I literally only went home one time in 2016. And towards the end of the year, I was like, I was tripping. Like, I was like super lonely. Mm. A little depression was starting because like... It was just too much New York for me. It was Mm -hmm. too much hustle, too much fast life. And as a transplant, it's like, yo, I was just sad. And I felt like, when am I going to get home? When am I going to get home? When am Mm -hmm. I going to get around people that I'm familiar with? When am I going to be able to just rest? And like, I don't want to complain or nothing, but it gets to you. It really, it really, really, really gets to you. Uh, Because you're not, you're not comfortable. And, for an entire year, I hadn't seen my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandmother. Um, I talked to them. I'm, I'm, um, I'll am I'm take that back. I did see my mom. She came up here and visited in June. So that was cool. But it was, like, in my element. I was still in New York. I wasn't able to, like, let my hair down and just right. chill. But when I went home, it was amazing. Lots of family time. Uh, I saw all my friends. I saw my granny, which love her to death and uh, we had our big family Christmas party that was so much fun Um, and I also realized that there might be another time where I only get to go to um, LA for for, you know one time in that year Mm -hmm. and that I kind of just have to take everything that I've learned throughout the years with me as far as like staying centered and focusing on my dream and kind of like knowing that my family is always there. Not being so anxious. Just... Knowing that they're always there, yeah. I think I lost sight of that. I think I lost sight. Like it almost felt like a nigga was never going to go back, yeah. Because I, I think it was the transition of starting so many new things. Like I quit this job, mm-hmm. I started grad school, um, got a new job, uh, learned a new skill, consigning. Shout out to Kamani, that was good. Um, but it was just like so much going on, and I didn't have any real time to like debrief. And it's the holiday season. And it's the holiday season. And I was just like, yo, I need to get there. I need to get home. I need to get home. Like, literally, once it got to about November 1st, I was talking about it literally every single day. Every single day. I was like, I can't wait. Counting down the days. (laughs) So I was super excited about that. Um, Every time, I don't know how you feel when you go home to L.A., but every single time I go back, it's like a retreat. Absolutely. I never thought I felt like, I never thought L.A. would feel like A country town. Mm -hmm. Um, But coming from New York, when I go to LA, of course it's not the country. Of course it's fast. But the fact that like people walk slower, like everything is just chill. Everything is just cool. Like people are just like, I mean, as soon as I get off the plane, like I'm just like, yes. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's, it is, it's definitely like uh, a retreat. I feel like, oh my God, like I'm just like, zen like I'm like zoning away yeah and it was also nice to wake up and not have to worry about doing anything except the things that you want to do or doing things that you used to doing like Mm -hmm. you're not coming out of your comfort zone necessarily yeah um that was cool even though you need to come out of your comfort zone to you know boss up out here but it was just nice to have that downtime, family time Yeah, yeah yeah um what else uh so instead of having a New Year's resolution, I chose a word to live by this mm-hmm. year, and my word is choice. Um, I chose choice because I have a I can be very indecisive when it comes to my life in general, um, and I'll live in like this like gray area, and like kind of like just ride it out. I'm definitely a person I always say you can attest to this too that I'm always like it is what it is, and it's like. No, it's not. It is what it is. It's what do you want to do, right? Um, So I said I was going to make choices, and whether they're good, bad choices, I was just going to live with the consequences. But I want to be satisfied with making a choice and not thinking of the woulda, coulda, shouldas. So Mm -hmm. choice is my word to live by. So I've been... uh, Choosing to read affirmations every morning, choosing to be happy, choosing to be positive, um, choosing to still do well in school, choosing to do this podcast and be serious about it, just making definite choices. Um, That's really, really, really important to me. Um, Another thing, I'm finally in the cool kid corner. Oh, God. Y'all, I started watching The Walking Dead. I know. I know. I'm late. I love The Walking Dead. So I was hating on the show for a long time because I couldn't get over like the zombies and the goriness of it all. And it was just like zombies. Like, is this like vampires again? Like, are y'all really like all this horror? I I just wasn't into it. But my cousin kept telling me to watch it. Um, I love Breaking Bad. He was like, if you like Breaking Bad, if you like SOA, Sons Sons of Anarchy, you'll like this show. So over the break, I started watching it and like, Literally since I started watching when I was back home in LA to now I finally caught up. I'm at the end of season five. Um, Walking Dead is bomb. So she. Well, I'm gonna. That's what I've been it. into it. It's been it, it's 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 a Guys, really really I'm really not, good show. I'm not I'm not here for it. I I saw what's the what's the movie I saw? Um, dang, it was the zombie who fell in love with this human woman, and it was like the apocalypse thing. Um, Warm bodies. So funny because the whole time we didn't hear the zombie talk, we just heard what he was thinking, like him talking in his head and it was written like phenomenally. Um, so for me, I just, I don't know, like the whole Twilight, Walking Dead. No, but see, it's not like, you can't even give it like a Twilight thing. I wouldn't put it there. I would put it more so like on. It's uh, not corny. It's not corny. It's not corny. Um, if anything, like the best thing about it and like, if you're having a bad day, think about a Walking walking Dead episode. All their days are bad. (laughs) Every single day. Since the breakout of the damn disease and everybody is a zombie, every single day is bad. Every single day is hard. And I really be like waking up like, man, if Michonne can do this, this is a character from The Walking Dead, I can do it too. Like, it shows you how resilient humans are. Um, I mean, survival. Like, that's what that show is about. It's It's all about surviving. No, it's on um, TMC. TMC. It's the original show. I think that's TMC. Okay, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. We'll see, yeah, it's really, 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 really good well written um I you know, I can't believe I was so late to the party, but now I'm cool. I watch The Walking Dead, yeah. So if y'all have any walking dead questions or y'all want to discuss. Oh my god, this is not the walking dead. This is a Tribe Called West. And we're now I'm not here for this bull. Hell no. Nah. Okay. Um, but I'm that's still late to the party. I'm very tardy. That's what I've been up to. you okay. Um well, is are you done? I'm done. Are you finished or are you done? I'm done. <laughs> what you been up to? Yeah. Okay, um I have been up to comedy. <laughs> that's it. Just being funny, <laughs> just guys, laugh. Guys, listen. Last year, I felt really bad because I literally had no time to do this podcast, or like I, I was not putting like all of mi corazón, which is my heart, into it. And it was just really like, okay, I'm letting Dory down. I'm letting you guys down. Letting myself down. And I really wanted to finish the program at UCB. I finished the core improv program. I'm done. And I got into advanced study, um, which is, like, like kind of, like, a difficult thing, I guess, to get into. Um, without, thank you. Oh God bless you. Okay. Um, and so I got into it on my first try, which sometimes people have to try multiple times. But I really, like, put in work. Um, I'm an intern there. I think I was an intern during our yeah, I was an intern during the time that we were talking uh uh last year when we did the podcast. So I literally just been doing comedy, guys. I perform at least twice a week because I go to jams. Jams are when you put your name in a bucket and or on a sheet and you go up and do improv with whoever's up there. Um, I decided because I Explain there was what a, improv is, because okay. somebody listening might not know. You're what right. Improv is. Um, improv is when you have a group of people; it could be two or more, um, and they take a suggestion from an audience, like um, what's a word? Think of a word, Dorian. Big timers. Big timers. So if that was me, that's two words. I whatever. would in. you could. Some people say a sentence. Some people say. Live by the gun, die by the gun. <laughs> they can say- Big timers is a proper noun. It's yeah. Manny Fresh. I know. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you better put some respect. You better put some respect on me. And birdman Okay. But see, because I'm black, I would initiate with gator boots. yeah, And the pimped out Gucci suits. But you know, a white person would be like, uh, big time circus. I don't know. So, that's just what happens. And you just, you create a show about that. And- uh, the goal is not to be funny. Funny is like the like sub g- thing that you want to happen. That's like like that that can also happen. But we, I'm very silly. So a lot of the stuff I do um is funny because guys, I'm like so funny. Um, but the <laughs> thing, the thing is that uh I really wanted to after there's an episode which is up and you should listen to it, where Dory and I uh talk about a writer's room situation and race and everything like that, and I was very upset. So I said, if I'm not going to leave this community, if I'm going to stay in it, I need to be doing things to actively change it. And I have. Um, I have found the Keegan to my peel, which is uh, Lauren Clark, who I love. And she better be listening or I'll hit her. Uh, Mm. So uh, her and I started doing two prov together two prob means two people before me okay so her and i've been doing it going on a year now we met our anniversary is uh february we did our first show together uh kaleidoscope valentine's day yeah valentine's with an m and i don't care (laughs) uh and then uh i also uh created an all black team we're called my mama's biscuits that is an ode to martin if you are a martin fan i don't even need to go into the scene don't but yeah so that's what i've been up to i've been up to creating comedy, constantly getting my reps in, like meaning performing a lot when we say getting our reps in. um, And also like uh, trying to make changes within the community and make sure not only do my people People of color join, but we stay. So I've also gotten with one of my improv heroes, who's also, like, my white uncle, um, and we have started doing POC workshops. They're just for people of color. They have nothing to do with the theater, uh, with UCB. It's something I'm doing on the side because I'm not in the business of waiting for anybody, especially, like, um, white people to try to make... uh, Provisions for us or like try to make sure we feel welcome or have a sense of community. I literally I'm I'm, that's I'm not cut from that cloth like my mom never waited. Mm -hmm. She does not wait. I don't come from and I'm a black and Mexican woman like my ancestors like that same spirit that's in them is in me. Like, I don't wait at all. So we've been doing this. They've been so successful. It's literally just us in a room either doing improv sketch. um, We have a character one coming up. And just us being able to create for us to submit characters or sketches or do. I I did a Nigerian scene the last workshop. And I was, like, so happy because I could never initiate with an African scene with white people because I'm just like, who's going to make me a slave? Who's going (laughs) to shoot me? Damn! Like, Siri, you don't know because all white people are not created equal. They, some of them are not. Some of them are very kind. I did a lynching scene like two weeks ago, what? and it was so funny. I know Dory, you had to be there. No, like, no. That's the thing. See, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, Dory, you, uh-uh, you uh-uh, no, uh-uh. no, no. It was a with a white man that I trust. Nope. And I didn't gift him that. Some a black woman gifted him with that. That he had did that and we had a scene about it he talked about how much how he was just a piece of trash he said i know i'm a piece of shit He, he owned it and doubled down and it wasn't like a lynching scene. Like, I don't want you to think like one of us got hung in a scene, but we talked about it and it was good. And, and we, I love doing topical stuff like that, but you have to do it with people who you can trust. So that's when I've, I've been up to literally, I haven't been up to anything else. And that kind of flows into like our topic. Um, We're going to talk about having a balanced lifestyle today. And although I was so focused on comedy. Some areas of my life fell short and I really felt that and the effects of that um, and how you can't just plug into just like one thing. Um, I accomplished a lot, but comedy is not going to be by my bedside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's all that I've been up to is just comedy and performing and writing. That's it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Cause you got to go hard. When you uh first moved here, you were so yes. worried about the coin that you weren't performing at all. Yeah, I performed my first year and a half I performed 3 times, which is insane for me as a performer. Like you, you it's insane. S- you can't call yourself a performer. Yeah. Um uh one thing that one word to live by uh I guess like Story thing. I don't have, I don't do New Year's resolutions after I turned 24. It was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, I, and I never stick to them. Anymore. Yeah. My goal this year is to um, do more of what I did last year, which is perform and do comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, my goal is also to go to Africa. I'm going to be 30 this year and I'm going to go for the whole month of July for my whole birthday month. Um, and another goal I have is what we're going to talk about to have a balance. Uh, I have been watching TV, too, to piggyback on Your Walking Dead. I watched The Night Of, and listen, Linda, honey, (laughs) Linda, honey, listen, Linda, you guys need to watch The Night Of. HBO. It's so freaking good. Such good acting. Oh, my God. And so much, like, symbolism. Like, the lawyer, he has eczema. It's just like... It's so good. And this guy, Nasir, like, you watch, like, this character arc. Like, this man changes. Like, I can tell you the premise of it because it's on HBO Go, mm-hmm. right? It's not going to ruin it for anybody. No. So there's this guy. He's a Pakistani guy from Queens. He takes his father's cab out. His father doesn't know to go out to a party. Um, he forgets that he is Pakistani in the cab. Mm-hmm. So, of course, people are like, he's he's a cab driver. <laughs> What's so funny, I feel if he was white driving a a cab, they would be like, hey, buddy, what are you doing driving a cab? Right. You're white. Okay, but anyways, so this white girl gets into his car, and they were like, okay. He was like, well, let's go somewhere, and she was like, where do you want to go? He was like, where do you want to go? She's like, I want to go to the beach. They go to the beach. um, They get drunk. They have sex. He wakes up the next day, and she's dead. Like cut up, slice and dice, like chop, shady, like Food Network chop, SVU, chop a style. Like it was like wow. So you guys just need to watch that. Um, they end. They send him to Rikers and Rikers. It's horrible. We all know Rikers. I, oh my God. Like they are just like. Like, throwing boo-boo to the sheriffs. Yeah. Like, they're pissing. Like, it's insane. So, yeah. So, I finished it. It's a limited series. It's only eight episodes. You guys should really watch it. It's phenomenal. So, yeah. So, that's what I've been up to. And now, I think we're going to get into the topic. Topic. Okay. So, the topic is balanced lifestyle. I have some questions here that Dory and I will answer. And, hopefully, uh, you can answer along. Yeah. So... First thing is, why do you need balance? Why do you feel we, you need balance, Dory? Um, I feel like you need balance just to kind of like stay centered and just to to be okay. I don't want to say okay, but like peace of mind. Yeah. Um, I feel like when my lifestyle isn't balanced, when I'm doing too much of anything, I get really high anxiety. Like I'm, I find myself stressing stressing about things I can't change or things I can't control, rather. And I know it's because I'm not having a balanced lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying no. Whew. Um And I'm, I'm taking too much on. I'm trying to be superwoman. I'm trying to uh, stay busy. Because, you know, we feel as, you know, like, it's just human nature. When you're busy, you don't Think about those things that make you sad, make you mad. No, everything's so convoluted, you don't really have to deal. Like, you, don't, just like, you don't have to just deal too much going on. And I feel like you need to you need to have a balance because you will you will suffer. Right. If you don't if you're doing too much like like prime example, my I went to the doctor and my doctor was like, You're eating too many beets. Yeah. You can't have even like too too much of, of too much of anything, anything is bad it's no bueno yeah so you need to have that just so that you can be happy and whole within yourself and you won't be a good human being if you don't have that and and it's okay to be still like I, I read something um, in one of my affirmations that mm. um people uh they put stillness with like being lazy or um being lazy uh, being confused and it's like, that's not necessarily true. Or you're true. not motivated. Or you're not motivated. You have no goals. You have no goals, which isn't true. It's like sometimes you have to take a moment to kind of reassess your goals or just take a break yeah. so you can be 100% when you do get back to work. Yeah. And in New York, you will fall victim to that Dory was saying it y'all my first year and a half I was so bent on having money because I don't come from money I had nobody out here y'all know my story I came out here $80 in a suitcase yep. came out here on vacation and just stayed so I was really like I gotta get this money like yeah. what and I would literally take shifts that I didn't need to take I was always taking shifts I was working overtime triple time all the time yeah because I was like I need money and but I was so unfulfilled I was like And then it it really hit me after I've been here for a year and a half. Like, wait a minute. Am I in New York, 3,000 miles away from my mama, daddy, and my brother, and my family, and bomb tacos? Just to be sitting up in here, like, serving? Like, nah, bro. That's real. And um, I kind of had a similar experience when I was working at the nonprofit, which I loved. I loved that job. I learned so much. But it was like working six days a week, and then I knew I was going to try and go back to school. I was like, there's no way that I can do this. And it was like, I was working six days a week, but really I was working seven days a week. Because when you're working at, like, a startup or, um, you know, this is... I'm, I'm helping somebody's dream come true as far as... Um, Working at a nonprofit organization that was only a year and a half in, only five employees. So it's like you have this job title, but literally your job title was everything. Like, if the uh, floor needs to be mopped, you're gonna do it. Yep. Uh, we don't have a teacher coming in, you need to hire another teacher. Like social media, um, getting data for grants. Like literally I was doing everything and it was like a 24 hour type of job because it was so fresh and it was so new and I had to make the choice, which this is why choice is my uh, word. It was, I had to choose between school and this job that is supposedly six days a week but it really wasn't six days a week. Well, when Dorian knew- got off work, she was still working, and it was annoying because it's like Dory, I'm trying to hang with you, and it's just like I got to answer this email. I, I got to do this. Yeah, it was, I got to open. I got to open the studio. It was so do- crazy, and, it, and, and and honestly, it's I'm, it's no diss to anyone that chooses to live like that. But I feel like you have to know yourself, mm-hmm. and like some people, they're very good at having the balanced lifestyle and working like that. For me, I am not mm-hmm. because I know. When I'm not at work, like, I like to go home, have a drink, or go out with my friends. And it was like, it, it got to the point to where, like, all I would do was work. And then when I would come home, I wouldn't be productive on other goals that I have for myself. Right. And that really messes up the whole balance thing. Because it's like, I did not come to New York to... Pursue somebody else's dream, or just to be working at a nonprofit organization. Like I was like, if I'm doing that in LA, right? If I'm gonna really do this nonprofit thing, if I'm gonna know how this business work, if I eventually want to have my own nonprofit one day, why not learn the business from top to bottom? Why not go to school? Why not invest in something that's yes. gonna help me get to the next level right. versus of just working six days a week for a check that I'm gonna spend on whatever to make me feel better about being at work all the time so it was it was it was a good choice at first i was a little nervous about making that choice just because it's like of course a lot of people too i find um they feel like you know if i don't have this full-time job or i don't have this like conventional job where i go to nine to five or the security or the security of that it's like i ain't shit which that's not true that's not true Um, it's a lot of people that are trash with jobs it's a lot (laughs) of people that are trash with jobs it's a lot of people that don't have no money and they got jobs I mean yeah. so you know you gotta just find that balance for you and what's gonna make you happy in your life especially living in New York City yeah and I think that that went into kind of like a the next thing I want to talk about talk about a time in your in your life when it wasn't balanced. I think we touched on that. Me working for a year and a half, only performing three times, working so much. Dorian with the not for profit, and I was so unhappy and I was so unfulfilled. And it really takes steps of faith. Y'all know that I I am a Christian, but whatever practice that you have, some people choose Buddhism. They're Muslim. Um. Uh. As far as like you may have like a yoga practice or you may meditate. Whatever it is that you do that keeps you centered and keeps you moving and hopeful and happy, you need to tap into that whenever you feel like, you know what, something's off. Something's off centered. Tap into that and tap into and your And do it right then and there. Do yeah. it right then and there. Like as soon as you get that feeling. Because you need to have the faith to take that leap, mm-hmm. to not like blind faith, like to go and do it because it's like, I, why are you here? Yep. We're all trans. Our show is based on, like, being a transplant and everything like that. And They're we're making transplants moves. from L.A. And it's like, why, if you're from Minneapolis, if you're from Oregon, you left your family. You left your place of, like, love and comfort. Like, yes. And you're here with these rats and this dirt, and you're, like, in this city, and you're hustling. You get on this train. You're up at 6 a.m. You're working till 4. And that's the thing, too. When you have those 9 to 5s, what Dory just said, I was so depleted after a five-day work week. Yeah, I'm not writing no comedy. You're not doing what you came here to do, or you're not doing what you're not working on your passion. Unless your 9 to 5 is your passion, I'm not talking to you. But if your 9 to 5 is not your passion, Right. If you're not, if you're not balanced, if you don't, if you don't say no, if you don't have some type of like, in limit or stopping point, you're going to go crazy, guaranteed. Yes. And one thing that I did last year, um, that I said I was going to talk talk about now during the topic, I had no balance. It was just comedy. I had one mode, and that was ten, and it was comedy all day, every day. Um, I did not see Dory as much. I felt like this. I feel like this just in life in general. I am a daughter, a sister, a friend, a comedian. I'm going to fall short in one of those areas all the time. Yeah. The goal is not to fall short in an area all the time. Mm -hmm. And also I am blessed to have a village of people that get it and support me and love me. But for me, I'm not happy with not making time for friends. Right. I'm not happy with not returning phone calls. I'm not happy with seeing a text message mentally responding and not because people use that excuse all the time. I do that with people who maybe I probably don't care about. Right. You know? But like Dorian means the world to me. And I I really felt bad. I'm just like dang like I'm always performing, always performing. Also I gained weight. Um you guys know I did like this vegan challenge. It was great. I lost so much weight but I was able to do that because my job at the time was paying for it. And now I'm no longer working there. Um and so I had to like you know, pay for myself and like comedy is late at night and what's open late at night, you know, cheese, bacon, tater tots, Yeah. you know, and it's just like, and that's the cheap food too. Yeah. And it's like, it's cheap. I wasn't really making a lot of money. Now I'm blessed to have, you know, a job right now It's going well and I make, you know, cool money and I only have to work three days a week, but it's just kind of like when you first get here, there, you may feel like you know what? I don't want to take a server job, I don't want to do this, this and that. Some of these jobs that are flexible, you might have to thug it out and just do that and because you need time to do your, what you came here to do. And you also don't want to put a price on your sanity or your mental health, like, you don't just because you're getting a check, don't mean you're gonna be happy. Because it's like, I, I know for me, my personal experience, mm-hmm. I'm getting a check right. I'm working working working. As soon as I get a little free time, I be that money be burning a hole in my pocket because mm. I'm so like like you said depleted or frustrated with whatever is happening at this job that I like I like but it's like it's so hard it's so much hard work that like all I want to do is like go to the bar turn up um shop like I want to do anything and right. like everything free. I'm free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's like anything and everything but the things that you have to do I mean right. you're paying bills and doing all that stuff but you're like your little extra money you just want to have fun because you feel like fun or what whatever gives you some sense of like, I'm free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to do that and escape. You don't even want to talk about work. You don't even want to talk about work. Yeah. You don't want to see work. All you want to you defer. You want to be so far from work. Yeah, that's the furthest thing from your mind. And also, um, I want you guys to think about some signs that you know that you're not on that you're not on balance. Like you're not balanced at all. Ooh, I can give you some um, some signs that I knew for me. Um, uh, last year, I was like, okay, I'm not balanced. Um, one was that I didn't know what was going on in a lot of my friends' lives. Like they would update me, and I was just like, whoa, this happened three months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, okay, yeah, I need to check in more. Two, I had gained weight. I have felt so depleted. Like I love doing indie shows. Like I love doing improv, and I love performing. But I felt like I was doing too many shows, and I, I did. You I mean you need to do it a lot? But I also felt like I was saying yes too much, and I felt and I felt that because I was like, dang, I don't even really want to do this show. I'm not even really like I'm passionate about what like i'm not I don't really f with you like that. You see what I'm saying? like it was people who I necessarily didn't really care for, but it was like they put me on a show, let me just do this show, whatever, and not saying that you know. You have to like be in love with or love everybody that you work with so much. You could just like them. You don't have to be their friends. But I was just kind of like, X, why are you saying yes so much? Like, what is it? Are you in fear of like not performing? Do you think that they won't like you? Like, I really had to assess and look at that. And so in order to change that, I've decided to make... As far as work, I'm not working no more than three days a week. I will accept one more shift, but that's it. So that's you need to make that decision. If you feel like you're working too much, you need to figure out how many days you're willing to work. And you might be that person that can do a 9 to 5 and come home and still work on your art. That's dope. Or, or your entrepreneur venture. That's not me. Yeah, that's not I'm, me. I'm I'm done. I'm tired. I'm watching a different world. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I can you know? say I can say the three things that um, definitely show that I don't have a balanced lifestyle. For me, um, my house is like a mess. Like I can never Ooh, find. That's a good one. Me too. I can never find anything. Yeah. like I only just know where work stuff is. at. <laughs> like yeah. I can never find anything. Um, another thing. Um, drinking and i don't come home and work on like i'm always looking for like that little quick turn up cuz i i i feel like fun never happens like i'm just working 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 that like as soon as i get a little bit of time all i want to do is have fun right. and i might go a little too hard or i might should take that day to work on um something that i want to do but writing i've been so tired all week but i've been so like... tired all week that i'm just like oh. Either I'm sleeping or I want to have fun because it's like, Ooh, I'm having a fear of missing out. I don't know when I'll be able to do this again. FOMO, 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 like a mug. Um, three probably would be just experiencing extreme loneliness. And like, Mm. you know, when you're lonely, you might attach yourself to things that you wouldn't attach yourself to. Mm -hmm. Just being lonely, living inside your head a lot. Um, Yeah, that's how I know I'm not living a balanced lifestyle. Yeah, and those are the ways that Dory and I personally know, and I feel like those can be, like, universal. Like, if you are gaining weight, if you don't know what's going on in your friends' life, if you are just looking for the turn up, like, so quickly because you're just, like like, oh my God, like, other people, other people, like, I just want to be around other people that are not at the water cooler talking, drinking old coffee, Yeah, you know, and just like, so thirsty, like, when I I just, nine to five for me, is just like, my only freedom is that hour lunch? Yeah. That's it, bro? And it's just like, not okay. So those are some signs that we know that we're not on balance that may apply to you, or you may actually sit back and look and be like, dang, this has changed. If there was like, a huge shift in your life and it wasn't for the better, that's when you know it's just kind of like, okay, let me sit back and reevaluate. And you'll feel like you'll look at yourself in the mirror like when you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready for that job. Like, I know for me, that's when I would look and I'd be like, dang, I'm not happy. Or like, yeah. I'm really tired. Or um, you just don't feel like yourself. Yeah. And um, I have one way to get yourself on balance. Oh, yeah. Say no. Say no. In English, in Spanish, it's the same. No. And it's hard, I'm mean, it's hard for me to say no. It's hard for Sochi to say I know. Very it's much. It's hard so. for a lot of people to say no, but I mean, you have to. Family, friends, uh, that job, like, you don't wanna burn yourself out. Yeah, and like for me, I'm I have been, guys, I'm not on social media. My pastor asked us to fast for the month of January. Hell, this is going to keep going. I had guys, especially in the state of our country, I have been so happy. I have been so, so, like, I have joy. Like, because I don't, and not to say that I don't plug in on the news every now and again, because I don't know what this bastard about to do. Listen, he might just say, send all of them back to Africa. I, don't, I need to know what he's about to do. But as far as, like, on social media, and I get it. I Guys, I totally get it. I'm sad. You're sad. Your mama's sad. But like you don't, you don't want that in Cousin your life. Cousin Kiki's sad. You don't Ray want Ray your everyday life. Right. And now I'm taking on your sadness. And then it's like some of these news like outlets are false. Like there was a guy who got caught who literally tried to like make up a racist thing to put blacks and whites against each other. Like uh it was just it's just so much. And like that's why I needed a balance too. I'm like, let's cut this off. And also, um, I'm saving for my trip to Africa. We'll talk about that later. But, so, I've been researching ways to cut corners, and I was like, okay, X, you didn't have a balanced lifestyle last year. Remember, it was all comedy, no working out, and guys, I love being active. I love walking up four flights of stairs and not being winded. Like, I'm not... I wasn't made to be skinny, but I like being in shape. So, Bikram Yoga was the number one thing I did last year when I was on ClassPass before it got too much. Girl, she's shady for that. Yeah. She it, went up $100. It's like 225 right? It's insane. Like, yeah. it's trash. But... Uh, Bikram Yoga, I'm very top heavy. If you guys follow us on social media, you probably can see and tell. Um, I am big. No, I'm a G. Um, Brick house. I am a G. I'm a gangster. But also, my bra size is a G. It's i G. I'm ginormous. It's insane. But, uh, so, my back hurts a lot, as you c- could guess. Yeah. You could, you know. She gotta hold him up. Jesus! Oh, and it's a lot of holding. Um, but my back hurts a lot, and also I'm standing up a lot. And Bikram yoga was the number one thing that I did. Let listen. If listen, if you don't listen to anything I say, if you just you don't listen to nothing we've said this whole time, please go and try Bikram yoga. Everybody, and I'm not one of them Bikram yoga people. That's just like you know in there, you know, with you know, just well, now you are what. Now you are. A no, I, okay. Yoga no, I'm a Bikram yoga person, but y'all, I'm not one of those people like, I eat my meats. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm not one of those people that's just walking around with kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just okay, like just, you know, just re- very like stereotypical that don't bathe, you know, sm- smelling like a monk. Stop. <laughs> I'm not one of those Bikram people. Like, don't think like a now I'm just be like this stereotypical trendy, now I've moved to Williamsburg. Like, no, that's not me. But what I'm saying is the health benefits of Bikram, they are outstanding. I've been, I'm doing, my boss challenged me to do it like for 30 days. I'm on day six. Literally, guys, I've only been doing it starting now, like, for six days. I have no pain. Yeah. Like, after the first day, you sleep like a baby. And I was shocked at how much more energy I have. You wake up, like, I'm, like, starting to, like, my body's starting to form now. Me and Dory met for breakfast this morning. I got up, and my leg locked up. Cause I've been doing yoga every morning, and my leg was probably like, "We ain't stretched this morning." Right. We and I love the human body, like it adjusts like that. Yep. So I encourage anybody, like you know, just try it. You may not like it. because studio. Oh me. yeah, Bikram Yoga, L E S. Hi, Trish. It's a beautiful pink studio. Trish, like all the teachers are like like unconventional, like yoga teachers. Like she makes jokes during the practices. Like she's super fun. My manager Tay, I love Dory went with me. We literally walked in. I said I'd like to do work study because work study is when you work one shift a week and you get unlimited classes. Yes. Um. And we need these coins to go to Kenya, man. Yes. So uh, (laughs) I I went in there and she literally hired me on the spot. Right. Dory was was there. I mean favor. God bless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's one thing that I've made to do to get my life on balance. What have you done, Dory, differently now, starting at the beginning of the year, that you are doing differently than you did in 2016, to have balance? Um, so, I've always been really heavy into, like, reading affirmations. But, mm-hmm. like, literally, I don't let a day go by without me reading a positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, saying it to myself. And, like, I literally, like... It's not, I don't meditate like formal meditation, but I literally Mm -hmm. like sit in my bed, say these affirmations. I read the little, um... The lesson before the affirmations. I literally do it every single day. I recite it to myself. I like literally take it with me. I write it down. I read it on the train. Wow. Like I'm making a positive. You guys, effort. especially in this day and age, I right? make state of our country. You have to work yes. to be happy. I make like a super 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 positive positive choice positive choice. The word of of the year. Yo, I like. I'm like. Even if I go to sleep mad, which I try not to do because um mm-hmm. a part of this whole affirmation thing um you you say the affirmations at night too, so that helps me uh with you know making sure that I don't go to sleep upset, yeah, and then I have new affirmations in the morning, so that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing. I've also been eating pretty healthy um as far as drinking, I don't drink as much. I've been more conscious of my drinking and as far as like assessing my relationship with alcohol. Mm. Um, I know that I cannot drink because I've done the 30 day thing, I've done the two month thing. Yeah. But I've noticed that it wasn't that I drink a lot, it's the relationship with alcohol mm-hmm. and, like, me drinking because I'm mad or me drinking because I'm yeah. sad. So I've been a lot more conscious the of that. The way I emotionally eat, you yes. emotionally drink. Yeah. yeah, so I've been a lot more conscious of that. It's like, girl, if you mad, maybe you should put the bottle down. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and just... And there's nothing wrong with drinking. There's nothing wrong with having, you know, having you a little martini, a little, you know... Or a, a cupcake. A margarita. But yeah. don't just be going ham because you mad. Like, I don't think the greatest satisfaction, I think, for... Probably me is just knowing that, like, last week I had a donut. Yeah, I didn't deprive myself of donut. Now, y'all, now listen, you can't do Bikram yoga and just be eating Carl's Jr. Hell no. What well, Carl's Jr. ain't even out here, <laughs> Rallies. <laughs> they call it checkers. Yeah, checkers. Um, you guys can't be doing that, you be eating Chick fil A. But what I'm saying is that I do have my indulgence, like, I'm not that's the thing. People realize that to have a balanced lifestyle, people think that they have to eradicate the thing yeah. that they're addicted to. I thought I had to do that. And you can't do that because it's not realistic for Dory to not drink, the, like, ever because she's going to be in places where there's going to be liquor. That's well, not, not even realistic. that, I enjoy drinking. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, let's call this day just saying, day. I'm just saying, like, and I enjoy eating a good cupcake. Yeah. Sprinkles yeah. is lit. Sprinkles is lit. And the one in Beverly Hills is a vending machine. Yes. You just... It's awesome. They also have doggy cupcakes. They also animals. have doggy cupcakes. <laughs> Sprinkles is just knocking them out of the park. Yeah. And also, when you eradicate it totally from your life, that goes against the balance life That's an extreme. You're replacing That's... one extremity with another. Because right. it's like, I'm extreme eating and always eating and emotional eating. So I stop. Yeah. And it's like, no, because studies show that once you do that, you're most likely to not only go back into the addiction... But be deeper into it. Deeper into it. And so you I have my hard. donut. Yeah. I don't deprive myself. I still work out. But the thing is, I think, too, that's why, I mean, it was kind of bad that I did these fad diets because I've done the HCG shots. I've yep. done the B12. I've done the B6. I've taken the appetizer suppressants. I've done things that gave me quick fixes. So what I struggle with now is slow progress. Yeah. How my body is naturally supposed to react to losing weight. Yeah. And it's just kind of like slow progress is progress, and I think that that's great. So we talked about um, how we um, have not had a balanced lifestyle at some point in our lives. Yes. Signs to show how you are not on like not balanced, and you can discover those for yourselves, or maybe we ignited that for you. Yeah. And also, just one way. This, I mean, I feel it's the best way to be balanced. Say no. Say no. Say no. Say no. Say no. Say no, say no, and and don't be so hard on yourself. Like you don't have to. (laughs) If you feel tired, it's okay to be tired. Yeah. Now, unless you ain't did nothing all day talking about you tired, that's another thing. Like, but (laughs) if you've been going hard, you've been working really, really hard, and you are having a tired moment, it's okay to sit. Yeah, I think I'm not saying stay there, but you can sit in it for like. You know, for however long you need. When, when New York with the rat race? If you just be like, I'm not busy. I'm not doing it. I'm not busy. I'm not busy. And it's just like my my mama said, you being a busy body. And then like, also, also being a twenty something, you know, especially if you're not like in your career or you're not at the highlight of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, we. Too often, are proving ourselves to other people, right? That just comes with the nature of the rat race. Mm-hmm. You're trying to show that I'm good. I'm really good at this. I want to get to the next step. And it's like, why should you have to prove yourself to yourself? Yeah. And you know what's so, like, you know what's so crazy, Joy, that you said that that made me think of like, um, one thing that changed for me last year. Um, changed for me this year versus last year. I know it sounds insane. It's gonna sound crazy. Mm-hmm. But it has taken me 30 years to be like, okay, X, you all right? Yeah. You, I. That's why I love Bikram yoga too. I know, guys. I'm such, I'm such a, a, a freaking stereotype. <laughs> but being in that room, having on, you know, my workout shorts and you know this yoga top, and my arms are out, and my stomach's out, and my legs are out, and my feet are out, and everybody's around me, and it's all different body types. And we're all just in that room, in support of each other, committing to this practice. And the fact that I, I've even been in the front. Yeah. Guys, I am not a small woman. And it has taken me so long to love my body and accept the body that I have. I don't know what happens when you turn 29. I don't know if it's because I'm about to be 30 that I just don't care. But I really hit a high note in my career because I'm not a stand-up. Mm -hmm. That's not me. I'm not like... So, a Jew and a horse walks into a room, right? Like, (laughs) that ain't me. Like, that ain't me. I'm not with the jokey joke. Um, But I do tell stories, and I love to talk to people. So, real quick, a little anecdote. (laughs) Uh, My girl, Artie, shout out to you. She asked me to do a show this past Thursday and it wouldn't be a year for me without having to move. Right, guys? Right. right. So, this past Thursday, I was told that I have to move in two weeks. I mean, who's shocked here? Uh, this so- is number... 16. 16. Move. Yeah, in four years. God bless. <laughs> uh, I really should have a business. Okay, but anyways, so, Artie, I tell Artie, like, I haven't had time to work on this character. I've been freaking out, you know, just trying to find a place to stay. She's like, cool. I was like, can I tell a story? Yeah. She's like, yes. So, I told a story, guys, and as I'm up there on the mic, you know, like I said, with improv, is more than one person my team my mama's biscuits there's 12 of us we're literally the Wu-Tang Clan and so to be on a mic and not have nobody save me I was just like and I said the first thing I said was like guys I'm not a stand up like so we just gonna, you know, just rock with me, all right? <laughs> you know? And I told this TSA story. I worked for TSA for, like, that was the longest job I think I've ever had for two years. Uh-huh. And I told this amazing story. I'm not gonna tell it because I want you guys to come to the show. And, uh, it killed dory oh my god it killed yes. everyone was laughing and i if, if it had not been for my improv chops too because i had those chops with me like you know different stuff that i i didn't even think about different specifics and i made it funny right and i was like okay cool and i'm just like wait a minute everybody liked me mm-hmm. i was just me like i like it. it was totally i'm not a character it was something that happened to me. Right. And I think that that's so amazing. And I hope that there's a 20-year-old, 18-year-old, even a 16-year-old listening that hopefully you get there before me. Um, but I think that this just happens at that time. Everyone says that. Something happens when you get in your late 20s or when you turn 30. It's just like- Well, I hope I reach there. Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in who yeah. I am. But I go through waves of it. Um like we all do, I, I go through waves. I wouldn't say that I'm a hundred percent there, mm-hmm. but you know, I'll be 29 this year. So hopefully, I hit that, and I'm just you know on my like guys. I don't give a Dory, fuck. Dory, I'm lit. Dory is gonna be 20. I can't. I'm going to be 25. Okay. Literally, I can't um so yeah so that was it for the topic um Dory and I um we have something called the rumor report it was started because of me and my 16 moves uh (laughs) and we just know so much Dory has dealt with uh Dory Dory has been there for I think the last I moved four times before Dory came so for the past 12 moves Dory has been there either to help me move Or when uh, I was with this crazy cat lady, uh, Dory let me stay with her. Like, Dory has been there to either, like, buck up. Like, (laughs) they about to get these hands. Or it was just like, okay, you could come stay with me. Or I'm going to help you move. Or I will never forget that Nigerian girl was with, oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) Dorian Dorian came in and was like, I'm buying your own bleach. Yeah. Let her say something. Like, she was insane. Like, she thought crazy. I was going to steal her pots and pans, locked them all up when I moved out. She was a straight Ooh, weirdo, weirdo. So, so because of all of that, we have something called the rumor report. We uh, um don't have any today. The rumor report is when you just, oh, yeah, we do have a rumor report on uh, update on us but the roomy report is essentially for you guys to email us issues that you're having with your roommates and then we can help you with that and you can either take that advice or you know shove it Yeah. Uh, so our email update? is our email is atcwdx at gmail gmail.com yep uh, so Dory what's your update with roomies my roomie is perfect mm. I love her and she's moving She's moving in eight months. So now I have to find How do I? Man, I don't know. I'm so sad Say about it. Goodbye. I'm so sad about you it. You guys know how hard it is to find a clean roommate who ain't a, who ain't up in here having niggas in there every seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not smuggling cocaine. You're right. <laughs> who doesn't have a random cat. Right? Or just to find someone that you vibe with and like it's you actually build a friendship out yeah. of living together. You so, can come home and see them and be like, "I'm not annoyed to yes, see you." Yes, my roommate let's has talk about become our day. one of my very best friends. Like we talk all the time. She's there to support. She also me. has an awesome brand. Yes, what's it called again? Angel Sport. Angel Sport. Is it is AngelExport.com? Yep. Yeah, uh, she has a dope hat. There are many, like, replicas out now. It's really shady. This white girl. We're not going to get into that. We're going to be positive. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, just just... go and and support uh, Key Money. But, anyway, I'm giving this roomy report because now I have to figure out if I'm going to either stay in my apartment, Mm -hmm. um, God willing, you know, he blesses me with a job, and the coin is so big, (laughs) That yeah. I can afford to stay here. I mean, because that's the goal. Oh, in New York, or I have to find a new roommate. Oh my god! And maybe we'll be having some roommate reports to cover the drama, right? So I'm gonna Go have to hold some auditions or something. Oh my god, that's so funny, you know. But yeah. um, I'm really, you know, I've been having a little anxiety about that because yeah. I, I love living with Kimani so much, but mm-hmm. this happens in New York. Yeah, your roommates Thank you. move. And you got to find another one. Yeah, and Kimani got to do what she got to do for her. Yep. She's over it. She's like... By yeah, um, she's also moving uh back home, so yeah, she wants to do great things and save money, and she's out here. She knows she's on her entrepreneur tip, so shout outs to her. Um, for me, my room report, I t- just told you guys uh, I was told on Thursday that I have two weeks to move. Um, this is happening like this is one of the most like amicable moves. I think every time I've had to move is because somebody was shifty or shady. Um, but this time, unfortunately, uh, my landlady, her mother, has a very a horrible disease and she's my landlady's from dr and her mom is not getting the proper treatment out there and none of the family her family out here they're all going through their own stuff so she has to move out here to new york and take my room but the lady i live with is so phenomenal that she found me a room already and it's one stop away from me and cheaper uh which awesome. was great and um she, she's awesome. And I, I really didn't want to, I was so sad to move because this was the first place I lived in that felt like a home. Like guys, it's literally so warm. It always smells like Spanish food. And it nice. was like, she's always watching novellas. Like, it's just like, it was like, mom, you know, she would text me like, Hey, if you're not going to come home, you know, let me know. Never in my business, you know, grown woman takes care of her son, just goes to work and comes home um she would always like cook and leave stuff out for me. like it was just I was just like yes because guys I'm so close to my mama I miss my mama so much so it was like to come home and just smell like candles and food and it was just like Thanksgiving all the time so I think that's why I was so sad but the lady I'm living with too now uh she seems just as great and um uh, this is gonna be a good move um so on to um another thing that we do um I am proposing this is something new we're starting. Um instead of vice news we're going to do something on our show called nice news um just to highlight something positive, something amazing that's happened um in our country or um we may do other countries too because racism is a world issue. Um racism, misogyny or people not being treated fairly is a problem in the world. Um So, one thing I wanted to say is that uh, the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, he announced his support to raise the age in the state, in New York, and uh, New York is one of two states that automatically prosecute 16-year-olds as adults for all crimes. Mm -hmm. So, he came out. um, It's not law until the legislator passes it, but the fact that he is talking about it, Um, and saying that he's in support of it is an amazing thing because if you guys don't know, um, swiping your MetroCard is now a misdemeanor. Yep. It's insane. Um, there is a like thing that people of color were doing. I saw it on Facebook. Go into that because you just said swiping your MetroCard. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, out here in New York, um, you have purchased a MetroCard and you have to swipe it to get, um, in, in the in in the train like you it's have to like swipe you're in paying your fare yeah and a lot of people like not even people who are homeless there are people who have jobs that are like can you swipe me or hop the train cuz they just can't afford it it's like buying food or paying for this metro car. right and most people i mean not most people but like if you're feeling nice that day you'll do it without yeah. you know thinking about it. so there's a thing that uh like an honor policy that like a lot of people of color are doing and encouraging other people of color do because there are a lot of undercover um cops out there now like that really look undercover like mm-hmm. really really well um and so uh if you see a person of color even if you're white and you're a listener if you see a person of color swipe them on if you see they're looking for a swiper even if you see them standing there like the two seconds it takes for you to swipe them on can save them from being in Rikers for six years yeah because literally that's what they're doing yeah that's what they're doing to us so hop the train that's some nice news uh for this week and you can always email us about nice news that you know about Mm -hmm. or changes that are taking place like please let us know because we love to highlight that type of stuff yeah. So, uh, the next se- segment that we do, if you're a new listener, um, is our East versus West. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys know, we are from England, California. Whoa, whoa. And we just kind of highlight uh, what's different from <laughs> the East uh, um, versus the West. Uh, kind of like, it's not really a current thing. It could just be what we're feeling on our heart at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, so, this week, I'm going to talk about the weather. Cool. Jesus. Uh, on the east coast, it's cold. Yeah, it's really cold. Today it's windy as hell. And it's like I don't know, 39 what... degrees today. It's hella windy, um, and I just don't like it. I just I don't like it. Um, even though it's raining like crazy in L.A. I here. El Nino, <laughs> super El Nino, floods, all that. But I could deal with that. Versus but also, this. like I told Dory, I don't know what's going on with my body, but like I haven't been cold. I don't like, know what's going on with your body. Either. I don't know if it's the beakrum. <laughs> I'm such a stereotype, guys. I think beakrum like makes you not cold. Uh, no, I'm joking. She's That's a super lie. Super <laughs> yogi. So she <laughs> like to a people. Young. she's yoga. She's not X. My name is X, and I do yoga. My name is X, and I do yoga. Baby Benova. Ah. You gotta see her with these blue braids. She really does look very eccentric. Oh my God, I do. Yeah, you. Look but up. I don't have a nose ring though. You don't. Yeah, or a tat of um of an Stop. <laughs> but yeah, the weather is crazy. Um and I also realized that I don't really like winter clothes, nor do I Although like she shopping. Looks, she looks very cute. For winter clothes because they're expensive and I'm on a limited, very limited. Well, budget. New York New York cold, you have to get a coat. Yeah, you have you to have winter to get. clothes. You can't just be out here like playing around it's not fake winter in it's, LA we in a crop active. top sweater yeah you know we in Uggs because it's cute. yeah it's, it's real winter out here so yeah. um that's that's a east versus west you know uh this yeah. weather I'm not really feeling it I, I, yeah. I would much rather be on the west coast right now yeah I think I um and I don't know I think your body will adjust my body was in shock I got sick my first month here was like my my, my first winter here years. yeah it's about to be four I don't think my body gonna adjust. No, oh, three I, years for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm naturally, I'm always cold though. Yeah, no, Dory and I are always cold. I don't know, guys. Today is thirty nine degrees. I just have on pants. <laughs> like some I think sweats. she's happy because we're recording this episode. I think it's the adrenaline, maybe. But I haven't been cold this whole time in January, and you know, really. I literally have not been, like, I've been wearing, like, this sweater I have on right now. It's like a, like a pullover. It's like, like a fleece. A, it's like pullover. a fleece. And then I wear, like, my trench coat, or I have, like, my, like, go-to, like, when it was, like, gutter, like, hella snow jacket, mm-hmm. I have that on. But even then, like, I, I'm i chilly, but not, like, mm-hmm. like, like, super cold. But, um yeah, so, um, that's it for our show. That's it. That's it. Um, oh, I was supposed to do this in the beginning. Sorry. Um, I have a show coming up, uh, oh, when this show comes out, the show that I will have is the, it's called a telephone show, so basically it's kind of like, it, uh, one improviser gets assigned as a captain from the person who runs the show, then they call me, and they say, X, can you do the show, and I'm like, yeah, and then I call another person, and then so on and so forth, so you can come to that show, it is a $2 show, it is at the Pit Loft, it is on, the one on West 29th, because you might Google the Pit and see multiple locations. It's the Pit Loft, L-O-F as in Frank T, and that's at 10 p.m. It'll be February 5th. Um, yeah, because we're dropping this episode uh, February, February 1st. 1st. Um, also, um, we are going to go back to uh, finding new artists, new musical artists. Yes. For our intro and outro, me and Soul love music. Um, we love hearing new artists, no matter where you're from. You don't have to be from the West Coast. You don't have to be from the East Coast. You can be from anywhere. But if you are from the West Coast, we'll put it on immediately. It doesn't... <laughs> it has to be good, honestly. Yeah, like, it, it just, has, has, to it just has to be good. Um, but yeah, uh, shoot it. We like all types of music. Yeah. and we're, I we're, F with the Dixie Chicks heavy. We're, <laughs> we're going to be... Uh, also, looking for new music, too. I know for myself, I'm going to be looking for new music and hitting people up, asking if we can use you for our intro and outro. If you hit us up first, hit us up at A-T-C-W-D-X at, at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and also, uh, if you uh, send, us, send us the music, um, also send us some, um, if you want to do something like specifically for us, like in a yeah. tribe called West type intro or outro, like we're definitely with that. Yeah. But please do not hit us up if you don't have that new J. Cole. Kill yourself. You cannot <laughs> you, you cannot not have that J. Cole. Or that new episode. If you don't have that episode, or, don't listen to her. You, if you, you don't have Awaken My Love, All music sleep. All music matters. Uh-huh. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. No, it doesn't. If you don't have Awaken My Love, if you don't know about that Redbone, bye. Everybody don't like everybody. We can't do that. Well, that's the reason our country is the state it's in now. Um, but Bye, love you guys. Bye. Bye.